0: We're going to dive right in, but before we do, I forgot to mention in the last podcast that the author has a prequel for this series releasing on January 25th, and that prequel is called The Dawn of Peace, and it's a novella. So um, if anybody's interested, you can read the prequel first and then go from there. I think there's already six books out in this series yes
1: I believe there is
0: okay so I mean if you've already read all six maybe just read the prequel novella and get a little more info dive back into the world all right so do you want to kick off the next chapter 19 sure so when we left off last time uh, Miranda was fleeing from her father and his supporters. And she was running to meet with, uh, Saturn and his, in his realm. So we're continuing from there. So she's making her way to Saturn's, uh, castle mm-hmm. on the way with her. It's her and the 50 people in the like battalion with her. Kendon says that he, he's like, I hate to leave you in your time of need, but I have to go back to earth because I'm still trying to investigate this situation with this woman evangeline she go- also goes by evie and he says that he thinks that she is related to the demon prince yes and he says i believe that Crimeas has another child and that she lives in the human world if this is true she could be a powerful ally in our quest to best him so he's like i'm gonna go to earth and try to get her on our side you continue on to sathan's location and we'll meet up eventually you know it's funny that when you
1: read this you think earth is a different planet apparently i think of him just going through the veil and entering the human world i think of them of all being in the same world our earth and
0: Etheria's earth are like parallel earth oh so that's how she like knows the tv shows and she listens to metallica and she does all that stuff right because they're like kind of parallel Mm -hmm. so it is kind of confusing you think they are all on the same planet but they're not oh see i didn't get that and he does like go through like a mist veil portal type thing he just like walks through it and he's there so i don't know it's kind of cool and i think there might be books for the earth people also or maybe they have later books in the series. Honestly, I don't know. I didn't really investigate that much.
1: Okay. So he's taking off to find this presumed other child of Chroma- Crimeus, And she's telling him she's scared. And he gives her pep talk saying, you're great. You're going to be good. Your grandfather's blood runs through you.
0: And they tell each other they love each other. So Miranda finally meets up with Sathan. And I loved this thought he had when he sees <laughs> her. He thinks his slayer had come into her own and she was magnificent. Oh, yes. He's keep he's always refers to her as his yeah. slayer. And what did we say last week? Minks? Yes. Little Minx. Mm-hmm. So I love all yeah, of that. I do too. So he tries to explain to Miranda that the soldiers that she brought with her can stay in some cabins that he has on the grounds, but he wants her to stay in the, they, he refers to it as a main house, but it's also a right. castle. I, I guess it is his house, but he's like, you can stay in the main house with me. And she f- drives up to it. And she's like, this thing's gigantic. It's a right. castle, yeah. whatever. <laughs> and he also says that uh, 20 of his warriors will train with them. Yeah. He,
1: he tells her you're too valuable to be left unsecured in the cabins And she looks at him and says, I'm trying not to tell you to fuck off right now.
0: (laughs) She's so... (laughs) They're hilarious together. Uh, But it's at this point that Miranda meets Lila. Mm -hmm. She immediately says that she's the most beautiful woman she's ever seen. Grudgingly likes Lila after interacting with her a Mm -hmm. little bit. And then she starts to feel a little bad about that kiss that her and Safin had a few days ago. Yeah, she's
1: very torn. She's jealous because this is his betrothed. And she's like, "I I can't be jealous. He's supposed to marry her and she's a great person. So
0: Lila is a hard person to hate so you know Miranda has the right feelings of like oh she's actually a nice person which I kind of hate that she's a nice person. (laughs) don't hate her but just hate that she's so nice yeah so she
1: ends up taking her up to her chamber which was uh, decorated in a feminine way so feminine and Miranda's like geez
0: (laughs) This woman is the epitome of girly girly girl. girl,
1: Exactly.
0: She's always wearing dresses and she's very feminine and she fits the mold of what women are quote unquote supposed to be. Yeah. The thing
1: that her Miranda's father was always throwing in her face, you Mm -hmm. know, here's Lila, but she
0: likes Lila. Everybody likes Lila. I like her. Then Latimus arrives at some point with those 20 warriors and they start training. He leads the training and she allows him to do it again. She's kind of defers to him, which I actually didn't mind that she's letting him lead the training, even though it's 50 of her people and 20 of their people. I feel like Miranda, she can be kind of rash and uh, quick to emotion sometimes, but in things like these for like leadership roles, right. she's very like level headed and she's actually goes with more democracy versus dictatorship, which I kind of liked about well, plus her. Plus she
1: even acknowledges to him that, you know, she's not stupid enough to deny the great general, the greatest general who'll ever walk the earth from training the
0: troops. Exactly. So she's not gonna be like one of these people who's like, well I don't care just because I'm I'm the princess. It's all about me. Yes. And these are my people and whatever. So I like yeah, that. Yeah, and
1: he's watching her train and he's impressed with her skills. And it's not only is she skillful, but she he sees her being cunning with her, her weapons. Latimus says to his brother, she is magnificent. He's slowly starting to yeah, appreciate her. Yeah, also. And of course, Saturn <laughs> goes, She was born to be a queen. Mm-hmm.
0: Okay, so then at some point, Miranda asks Sathon if he will release the six slayer prisoners that he has in exchange she says you know release the six prisoners that you have that you're using for blood storage and i'll have the troops that i brought with me the 50 people provide you blood which this seems like a pretty good deal you get rid of six people and i'll give you 50 and he agrees but he says only if you say my name (laughs) i love it yeah she never refers to him as with his name so that's it was really cute that and it turned pretty oh, yes. hot pretty yes, fast. Did. So they're um in a hallway, mm-hmm. right? Yes. They're in a hallway inside the castle when they're having this they're exchange. going to the dungeon. Yeah, they're trying to like walk down there. She wants to see the prisoners. And so they have a super hot exchange. Uh she finally says his name. And of course, after he's kind of like pressing himself up against her, pinning her between uh the wall and himself. Mm-hmm. It's super hot and (laughs) she says something like, I hate you. And he's like, I hate you. yeah. Uh, yeah. It's 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 really funny. He's basically, basically, I don't care how you say my name at this point, just say it, goddamn. So she finally says his name. They have a super hot, passionate kiss. He like picks her up. She wraps her legs around him. And then I'm also thinking this is super hot, but it's probably also the only way they actually can kiss since he's a freaking giant of a yes. man. <laughs> she needs a little yeah. step stool. <laughs> he does a little like scratching of his fangs around her neck or along her neck. And it freaks her out. She's like, oh, God, this is, like, going too far. And she's afraid that he's going to drink from her. And he says, I would never drink from your vein without your consent. And at this point, I was like, who knew that vampire consent was one of my kinks? Because Uh, that was so fucking hot. (laughs) No means no. No means no. And drinking from your vein only when you say yes is, man. So really does something for yeah.
1: me. <laughs> and Miranda's, you know, telling herself, you need to get yourself together. This just is terrible. You, you can't have desires for him. He's supposed to get married. They can never work. They have a duty to their kingdoms. And she's thinking if he releases these men, it'll be a show of faith for her father because her father is still in the back of her mind. Don't ask me why. At one point, Lila
0: finds them. Well, yeah, because they were in the hallway. And so Lila saw them while they were in the hallway. Yeah, poor, poor Lila. Lila
1: is right. Because, you know, she sees them from the shadows. You know, he is, according to Lila, devouring the slayer. Their desire is obvious. And she thinks to herself, is that what true passion feels like? And, and would some mm-hmm. man ever kiss her the same way and she she could understand why he she was attracted to Miranda she wasn't even jealous about it but she's trained her whole life to be the his the
0: queen what would her life be if that were not to happen since birth she's been like betrothed to him since birth instead of having jealousy towards what's going on like that's my man sort of jealousy she's she's more of an internal conflict starts with Lila and she almost starts to have an existential crisis of like who am I if he decides to put me aside because he's obviously having some really strong feelings for her. But then also I want to feel that way with somebody at some point, like that looks pretty good. (laughs) And so I just feel even worse for Lila. She's just really like, what am I supposed to do if I'm not doing what I thought I was always meant to do? And
1: I, I absolutely love this line in the book when Miranda pulls herself back a little bit and says to him, look, I don't I don't know what kind of steppered wife thing you and Nicole Kidman slash. Scar Joe mashup lady have, but I don't want any part of it. It's inappropriate that you kiss me while your betrothed is completely oblivious.
0: And all he says in response is something like, She and I have an arrangement. Well, they do, right? Well, they do, but it's also yeah, like, Screw you. Yeah, I wish he would give her more details. We know what the arrangement is because we're getting his point of view, but she doesn't know. It's like, This is his opportunity to fess up and say, you know, all these things, I don't know, confess his feelings. Like, It all sounded very clinical, which actually helped me as a reader not feel like it was a cheating other woman's story, even though technically it is. On paper it is, but emotionally and physically it's not. Yeah,
1: well, the thing for me is if I were her miranda i
0: would have felt like oh he does this all the time so this is no big deal but he does right like he does do this kind of all the time because he goes to the war widows i mean he does have an arrangement that he's going to go sow his wild oats while he's waiting for the sun to shine (laughs) yeah
1: yeah but then it uh, to me it would make me feel like i'm not really that big of a deal to him because he does it all the time i don't know that's my own insecurity and self-doubt coming in years of therapy it's still there
0: i I totally get that because if if she's not special if lila his betrothed is not special how could i be special i would totally feel that way like oh you have an arrangement so i'm just here to you know maybe miranda doesn't really mind it because she also knows that it's a temporary situation because she has no plans on staying with him forever anyway so i guess it's that whole like people that are married usually cheat with other married people because they trust each other to not say anything with the whole mutually assured self-destruction aspect of it. Oh, wow. Yeah. Like I didn't even know that. (laughs) Oh yeah. It's like, you're not going to out me for cheating on my wife because then you're also outing yourself for cheating on your husband sort of thing. So maybe for them, it's kind of a similar situation. Mm. I don't know. I'm going off on a, a needed oh, tangent okay. right now. Um, so do you want to talk about what happens when she, Miranda gets to see those prisoners?
1: Yeah, she goes down to speak to the prisoners and she ends up meeting a doctor named Nolan. Nolan is the a human that was granted immortality because he helped save some of the vampires. And she's blown away. She's like, oh, you're a human. And he's like, yeah, but I'm also a doctor. She finds out that, saturn was having nolan try to save her people she's really surprised by that
0: saturn was trying to figure out a way to extend their life or something yes. right but he's up against that suicide decree we talked mm-hmm. about last time yes
1: so she's very that kind of blows her mind a little bit that he actually was trying to do that and she sees him again probably more
0: as somebody with compassion we switch to the king king marcius and he's questioning sadie Sadie. (sighs) i know poor sadie um he's questioning sadie about the uh, the escape of miranda or i don't remember what he's questioning her yeah he
1: wants to know what is going on with his daughter is she aligning with the vampires he tells her that this makes me sick that my daughter would even do this and poor sadie it's been like hours of him questioning her she's trying to be really careful about what she says to him obviously because she's team miranda yeah
0: exactly it's just kind of more of king marcius being a jerk
1: yeah really There yeah and he wants to find miranda uh so he's trying to get information from her but sadie about how he can find her and as soon as she leaves, well, as soon as he tells her she can go, she right away, she sends a text to Kendon saying, Marcius wants to find Miranda. Would he be crazy enough to attack Astoria? Because he's out of his mind, obviously. And she ends up packing up a backpack and taking off because she's
0: afraid, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, she gets scared. So she's kind of like, get me out of here. Yeah, the here. next
1: thing we know, we switch back to... Dark Rip, who's gasping for air. He's in some kind of chokehold by his father because his father went
0: ahead and attacked Risteria, which was a smaller out. We talked about it a little bit last week, but it was the 100 soldiers that he had sent to do that attack right he was sacrificing a 100 hun- right. of his men so this is just after that attack and that attack didn't go well for them so he's pissed off and he blames yeah, dark yeah how
1: dare you fail and i'm like oh my god
0: even though he said i'm giving you a 100 soldiers they're not going to yeah. make it anyway and i'm but fine he's still with mad yeah. at him he's for like, not
1: try- he thinks that yeah. dark rip is trying to sabotage him and he tells him, you're
0: an abomination. And he says, I'm not opposed to torturing you as you die, as I did your mother, which is even more clues oh, about so sad.
1: Yes. Dark
0: Rip's mother and Miranda. The chokehold he has on Dark Rip is one of those, like, uh, virtual... Mm-hmm socially distance a dark Darth Vader did social distancing (laughs) before social distancing was cool right (laughs) but it's one of those like mind control chokeholds yeah it's I, I feel bad for him. I feel bad for him too because I, I can't help but like. Dark I do Rip, too. So
1: and it's his dad is yes. terrible. And he refuses to call his father father or dad, which has always been a bone of contention for Crimus. He's
0: like, you won't even call me father. He's so psychologically twisted. Yes, interested. he is. So then we switch again back to Miranda and Latimus, and they're doing more training. At some point, Dark Rip visits her and tells her the king is on the way to. The this castle location to right kill you the king being her father right the not the demon king. He's saying your father is on his way mm-hmm. to kill you. He also confesses that he did know her mother, but he doesn't tell her why. He just says, I did know your mother when she was in the um, demon cave. Yeah.
1: And he also says she looks so much like you. So he doesn't tell her everything all at once. Right. And she's like, Correct. why are you telling me this? And he said, I want, I, you need to trust me. I want you to trust me. And the world's crumbling mm-hmm around us and i actually find myself worried that you will die and it's the first time i've ever been scared to lose someone and it's strange yeah he doesn't know know. how to deal with those emotions he's feeling for her and then she even you know even though he was a demon she felt some something like sympathy for him and she says don't worry even if i die at least i know i died trying yeah
0: she doesn't mind the idea of sacrificing herself because her ultimate goal is to kill that yeah guy yeah father he said you should be more afraid
1: of your own father because he's crazy and he's determined to kill you
0: Mm -hmm. and he's on his way to do so so now (laughs) she runs to tell the others yeah so she runs off to warn sathan that her father is on the way to attack them she asks i understand we're gonna get in a fight right now but please try to take my father yeah alive uh she's still trying to work with him and have a little mercy for him So they have that fight. Marcius ends up losing the fight and he is taken captive by Sathan, And she's begging him, you know, please take him alive. Like, let's question him. Yeah. And what have you,
1: she wants to be the one Um, to negotiate with him because she knows her father will never negotiate with Saffin because he hates the vampire so much.
0: Her dad is still saying a bunch of mean and hateful shit to her. He just never stops. He goes, they wish to dethrone me so that they can install you as queen, a woman weak and filled with emotion. Well, uh, he's the worst for a long probably time. D- too much information, but it's like,
1: did my, my father didn't stop up until the day I sold my house and moved away.
0: <laughs> you know, you're nobody can cut yeah. you
1: deeper than your parents.
0: At least he's right, consistent. Yes. <laughs> you, you know what you're going to get when yeah. you're with him. Which I actually kind of like that more. Unlike people who are nice to you one day and then they're mind fucking you the oh, next yeah. day. At least he's consistent in what he's those doing. People. <laughs> 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 uh, live and learn, <laughs> live and learn. <laughs> father
1: ends up telling her father that we're recognizing Miranda as the true queen because
0: the Valkyr blood runs in her, not you. Latimus advises Saffin to try to convince Miranda that negotiations with her father won't work. And basically the only outcome here is that her father needs to die. He's never going to change his ways. And she needs to come to that conclusion on her own. And hopefully she'll see reason. But Latimus says to Saffin, he goes, she listens to you even when you think she doesn't. Saffin goes, what do you mean? Latimus says, she and I have been working together every night. She has told me on more than one occasion how she admires your ability to lead such a mighty kingdom, especially since you assumed the role as a child. So I like that Latimus and Miranda are working together a lot. Yeah, they get to know,
1: he gets to know her more and he starts to respect her more and actually like her. And and when they, Mm -hmm. when they grab her father, she starts freaking out and, you know, saying, don't hurt him, whatever. And Saturn grabs her and whispers to her, not, not here, you know, not in front of your soldiers. We don't want them to see you feeling compassion for him. And she, she Mm -hmm. gets all pissed off. And of course, Latimus ends up knocking her father out and, you know, they take him away to question him.
0: Uh, Sathen tries to convince Miranda to see reason. Um, She's scared. And I think he does a really good job of comforting Mm -hmm. her Um, she's, you know, kind of at another crossroads in her life if she kind of has to give up the hopes of what she thought her role as a queen would be with her father and she's really scared now what is she going to do when she does it by herself? Yeah, because for
1: some reason she still wants to co-rule with him. I don't understand that, but yeah, he, and Sather knows she needs to come to this realization on her own.
0: And I think too, it's hard because for her... The only way to rule without him is is if he's dead. And that is her dad. And that's kind of the last living family member she has other than Ken Din. So it's like, you're going to have to go from trying to work with your dad to like killing your own father. It's a big leap to make. She's kind of scared. But I really liked Sathen in this scene. Um, He says to her, you will find a way over time. Your allies will show themselves and you will gain confidence in your abilities. He's very, he's very good at reassuring her that she'll get there. Like he has yes. faith in her. And she,
1: of course she needs it because she's, this is really horrendous. So her father ends up coming to, he's tied to a chair, you know, she's kneeling beside him. She's all concerned about him. And her father's in sense that they're holding her, him hostage, you're holding me hostage with two vampires. How could you? And she's like, "You didn't give me any choice." Right? And he's like, you know, they're murderers and she said, "No, they're not. Lies." Which is your favorite line. Lies. <laughs> I thought of them <laughs> when I read that. <laughs> <laughs> liar liar That's right. on fire yeah they they wish to dethrone me
0: so that they can install you as queen and you're weak they they actually have a pretty good conversation here where he's trying to get her to understand that he can't he can't make peace with them like too much has happened yes he can't do what she wants him to do and um he says to her I can't live in a world where vampires and slayers are at peace. The only thing I understand is war. It's all I've known for a thousand years. And this goes back to me saying like when her mother was taken and killed, it like broke something in him and he just can't go back to the way that he was before she died. It's just never going to happen. He understands that, but it's taken Miranda a really long time. to. Yeah. And she actually
1: says, I need to go to my chambers for a few minutes to think, to kind of mull all this over and kind of figure out what to do. Sathern says he's going to talk to Miranda and Latimus tells him, you know, she's really emotional. And Sathern says, I don't think you've given her enough credit. You know, let her come to the conclusion on her
0: own. It's good to have emotion. And Sathern understands that. Latimus doesn't really understand that. He's been such a war commander for so long. He doesn't really deal with emotions. Yeah. Mm -hmm. But It's okay for her to have emotions and to think about it and not be rash. And so then she spends, I think she spends the night at this point thinking over everything that's going to happen. And then she goes back to see her father the next day. Uh,
1: Yeah. But he
0: goes to her room first to check on her and he's pounding on the
1: door. She's yelling at him, go away. I hate you. And he's like, yes, yes. You've told me that many times during our acquaintance. (laughs) (laughs) It's <laughs> so funny, but he's like, I'm not your enemy. You know, she needs to understand that. And she's like, she does say to him, what am I going to have when he's gone? And she doesn't, she tells him, I don't want to rule without him. And she does know, she says, you want me to murder him. So I can't think of a scenario where he lives and we both get what we want, peace for our people. It's a hard, it's a, a horrible situation to be in. And she just says, I need time to think. And he says, okay, but the longer you take, the
0: more, the weaker you'll look. It's a sad, but necessary conversation. Yeah. For and have. she says, I'll come find but, you at dawn. Mm-hmm. She needs to have a, like, come to Jesus conversation oh, with thoughtful. herself. Yeah.
1: So the next yeah. morning she gets up and she starts going to the barracks and she tells the soldiers that are guarding her father, you need to leave me with him. And they're like, we cannot princess. We're under orders from Latimus. And she's like, I don't give a crap if you're under orders from Atheria herself, leave me alone. And Latimus is the one that says, it's okay, go ahead and let them talk. But they only have 10 minutes. And her father says, have you come to save me? And she says, this is so sad. She's all, I don't know if I can.
0: This whole scene was really sad. And I actually didn't see any of this coming. And I don't know why I didn't see any of this coming. I should have predicted this, but I didn't. (laughs) So he is still tied to the chair. and he convinces her to mm-hmm. untie him i don't know if i should and he's like you know just just untie me like it'll be fine like let's yeah, just I don't talk tr- i didn't trust him i'm like oh my god what's he gonna do i didn't trust him either i thought he was gonna attack her so she unties him and he ends up uh, pulling a gun well he somewhere. tells her i've never been the same since your mother was taken i'm really bitter
1: and f- i was filled with rage and he that he actually, they have a nice conversation. He ups, apologizes to her and says, I'm sorry. I couldn't have done better with you. And she starts crying mm-hmm. and she goes, and he does say, I can't live in a world where, you know, the, the vampires and the slayers are at peace. And she tells him you can change. please." She's begging him, please change. And you're lying to yourself, Miranda. It's not going to, it's not going to happen. And he finally says to her, you're the true ruler. I know that deep inside. Even though I believe it, I'm I'll never accept it. So he's being really honest mm-hmm. with her and says, Therefore, I must make a choice for both of us. And he asks her, hand me the gun. And here I thought, she's out of her mind, he's gonna kill her. And Latimus comes was standing in the shadows listening to all this, and he comes out and she didn't know he was watching. And uh Marius grabs he hands the her father the gun and he takes the gun from him and miranda's screaming no and he puts the barrel to his head and he kills himself
0: oh yeah latimus is holding her back and all he says to the dad is may the and goddess I love be with you. I,
1: I love that because her fa- yeah it was really sad, sad. and he ends up killing himself and she's just
0: devastated. Yeah, rightfully so. This is the worst possible outcome for her. And she's just obviously in shock at this point. And this is when I was like, I should have seen this coming because the king has had this whole suicide decree for everybody for so long. But I was still 100% shocked when this Yeah, happened. I was shocked too. I didn't think about the
1: suicide decree. I just... I loved it that he finally... But seriously, if this were real life and... Not that it is. But if it were real life and really happening, this is probably what he would do.
0: Yes, I agree. It does fit Mm -hmm. his character. And he knows when he's been defeated and... Still was very sad yeah, and shocking.
1: So she wants so, to ha- bury him and, in a ceremony by the river Tha- Thanes? I don't okay. know. I don't remember. um And they end up burying him.
0: And she says, May the passage welcome you with peace, Father. In my note, I say, <laughs> They bury the king and send him down the river to sleep <laughs> with the fishes. <laughs> well, you snapped out of that sad. Is it? yeah soon. too soon i think <laughs> but yeah it's uh it was a sweet ceremony though and Safin and latimus they kind of helped prepare him and get it all organized for her because she's still very yeah, much in and shock. i thought it was really nice they support her and they you know
1: set him a ad- drift on the river even lila you know she makes a comment that lila made the band of flowers that he wore as a crown and how kind it was of her to do that when they're standing there she could have sworn that she sees a pair of green eyes watching them
0: they go back to the house she tries to apologize to Arterin, and Arterin is just a snarky bitch some more <laughs> they have like this quick like not so great interaction Arterin is not as bad as she could have been in this moment but it just didn't really go yeah, well. yeah right Saffin tries to cheer Miranda up and he tries to cheer her up by taking her to, um, the archives i kind of picture it yeah, as like a library too. okay yeah he's ends up giving her a book which um is a book that has like some pictures in it and there are some pictures of her family and yeah, it. it was so sweet so mm-hmm. that was kind of sweet here's some pictures of your grandparents and your mom and your family like at least you can have pictures to look at it was sad but also yeah really he tells sweet. her their books from before the awakening then i think we switch back to kendon
1: don't oh, wait we? i have to tell you though that there's a passage in the book she's reading from the book Book, and it's a passage about him and it says King Satheron has honorably declared that women no longer have to bond with a man to own property and Satheron goes that was a good day and she looks at him and goes it took you four centuries to grant equality to women
0: <laughs> <laughs> <She's> always,
1: <laughs> I remember so that funny.
0: too <laughs> I think he admits it took a little longer than it should have, but at least he yeah, got he there says eventually. It
1: was formally granted and that his mother was a great female who ruled side by side. And she's the one that instilled in e- qual equality in
0: him for women and men. Okay, so uh Kendon is in the earth realm and he's doing some more stalking of Evangeline. I think this is the scene where she's kind of sitting at an outdoor French cafe, or she's having food with restaurants or something. And he's kind of across the street Mm -hmm. from her and he's just watching her like a creepy stalker. Still. It's a very quick interaction, but in this interaction, he notices that she has the same vibrant olive green eyes as Miranda. I think that was the most important thing that happened in, that kind of quick yeah way oh miranda is trying to make plans to return to her kingdom yeah this is sad because they have to part yeah now that her dad is gone now she can go and rule right. in her kingdom so she's kind of like well this is my plan to say goodbye to you and like move on with things so she says that the first phase was to march home with her soldiers uh, she would assume the role of ruler until she could be formally mm-hmm. coronated in the meantime, she would work on helping her people assimilate to a life without Marcius as king. Phase two was attacking Crimius. She planned to attack him during the full moon in three months' time. Once she defeated Crimeus, she would return home and officially claim her throne. Any remaining supporters of Marcius would have to choose between accepting her rule or banishment. Phase three is her coronation as queen. Yeah, so she's got a pretty good plan set. Yeah, in and place. she can't
1: be away from the kingdom too long because they're afraid that one of Marcius's supporters will take his place. So she needs to get back there as soon as possible.
0: Yeah, because now it's empty, so obviously anybody could just go in there. I guess squatters' yes. rights and all that. <laughs> <laughs> she also says that she wants to keep the blood donation. Um, situation that they have going but she wants to look for volunteers for the blood bank donations okay so saffin returns to his chambers and i quote threw on mm-hmm. a pair of sweatpants and all i could think is you <laughs> Why? sweatpants and in particular gray sweatpants are well known to be made <laughs> lingerie so as the instant the instant he threw on sweatpants i knew some oh, shit was funny. going down <laughs> like you dress like a whore, and you're, just, I know something's gonna happen with you. <laughs> yeah, it's like
1: as soon as I that's funny because I never thought of it as man whore clothing, but I or man lingerie, but as soon as they, I read that, I thought, oh, sexy time's gonna happen. Thank God.
0: So he goes to like out on his balcony and he sees her. Uh, down like below mm-hmm. his balcony sitting in the grass. And she's just like looking at the moon. And I thought this was very like Romeo and <laughs> yes. Juliet ish. Mm, with a twist. <laughs> Cause he, yeah, he starts talking to her from the balcony, but I really liked this power play aspect of it because he is refusing to leave the balcony and he kind of makes it so that she has to yeah, come He invites her. He says, come up and she's all, I didn't know you had a balcony
1: why wouldn't he? He's the king, but mm-hmm. okay. And she, he's like, yeah, I do come on <laughs> up and see it. Like come see these etchings or sketchings I have in my apartment. Right. Yeah. In my and the view is even better <laughs> up here. And she's like, no, no, I, I'm fine down here. And he thinks, what a stubborn woman. And so she sits there quietly for a minute. And she said, well, fine. If you're just going to stand there and stare at me, I guess I'll come up, open the door when I knock, maybe leave a sock on the door. Your house is a, f- a fucking maze. Goes and knocks so on his she- door, Go. and he opens uh-huh. the door, and he's in those the sexy time sweat Meh. slutty sweat. And she's hair. like, "Don't you
0: own a t-shirt?" I'm sure he does, no. but we don't want that. And in he this just situation. smiles at her
1: and says, "I can't change who I am, Miranda." Meaning a sexy hunk. Come in, get to know me a little better. <laughs> Climb well, in like right. a tree, woman. You know she's playing it cool, and she goes, "Well, show me that amazing balcony." And he's already getting hard, right? I
0: think he's been hard (laughs) since he met her. Let's be real.
1: (laughs) Oh, God. A man
0: that looks like that good and is hard all the time. Good God. Heaven. (laughs) Oh, my gosh. I really liked this scene because she had to be the one to make the first move. And she had to reaffirm that she wanted to pursue this with him. It wasn't him I mean, obviously, he wants mm-hmm. to do things with her, but he was waiting for her to really tip the scales from the kissing into the actual, mm-hmm. like, sexy times, which I really liked. And she says, uh, The world has gone mad. And his heart was beating furiously under her palm. And she says, Why shouldn't we have a piece of the yeah. madness? It just goes from there. He, like, Picks her up from the balcony, like takes her in the bedroom, like throws her on the bed. This man apparently doesn't
1: just have a six pack, he has an eight pack.
0: Well, that's what it well, that's says. What he does. The author would sure he's, he's got those, you know, five yeah. feet of torso because he's well, so she, freaking she tall. He's so <laughs> massive after he picks her up. Well, yeah, he's six foot eight. I don't want to have a six foot eight man with a beer belly. I want to have a six foot eight man that's got four feet abs and, <laughs> you know, a foot of dick. You know <laughs> Not not probably not that much, but you know. (laughs) So um, but then they have a little bit of this interaction where they're thinking, or he's not, he doesn't grab a condom like he thinks about grabbing a condom or something, but then there's kind of a he says it or he thinks it. Somebody thinks, since they were different Mm -hmm. species, there was no chance of pregnancy or disease. Oh, so he didn't bother reaching for a condom that's why he didn't get it because they couldn't get diseases or pregnancy and it says like uh vampire stds clear of because <laughs> self-healing that yeah. <laughs> she kind of does this questioning look of like will you fit and this actually seemed like an appropriate time to have this thought because he's mm-hmm. a giant of a man and he probably has a gigantic yeah dick so i actually didn't mind oh. her being like You know, so in the normal books and it's like, oh my God, you're so big. Will it fit? It's like, girl, really? He's going to fit. But in this situation, I actually bought the will Mm -hmm. you fit questioning look.
1: Yeah. And he tells her you're so fucking beautiful. And I love when they say a man puts his hands in her hair. Grab, grabbing it and holding mm-hmm. one place—that is so hot to me. And she thinks he's not <laughs> a gentle lover, and and Sathern thinks, um, or no, I'm sorry, Sathern thinks to himself, he's not a gentle lover. But she seemed to like it when he took control. So score one for them. <laughs> <laughs> and she fi- she says his name and he goes i love it when you say my name
0: yeah yeah cute so their sex scene was actually pretty good and then i liked at the end it was really cute and funny like we got the hot and we got a good mix of the cute and funny cuz as soon as they're done she like taps him on the back or something is like you yeah! crushing me <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah it, it was, was pretty funny. cute yeah. She like taps him out like a wrestler on the mat. Like, okay. (laughs) Oh, it it is funny. And then he goes to the bathroom and he gets a cloth and he cleans her up, what I I thought was kind of sweet. Usually that part grosses me out in books, but this time it kind of was sweet. Yeah. I've never, Um, I've
1: never had a man (laughs) offer to do that. They just roll off you and go. I'm going to sleep now. You're like, right. Well, fine.
0: I'm going home. Bye, see you later. <laughs> um, there is a quick comment about Lila. I don't remember the comment. I just remember wishing that they would discuss it a little bit more instead of kind of brushing it off. And they keep having these really short conversations about Lila. Can't even really call it a conversation. It's just like acknowledging Lila and then moving on. I wish they would kind of expand, but. Well, what can they
1: say? I mean, they they have their duty and his duty is to marry Lila and produce an heir. So
0: Uh, I think it's the next morning in their party Mm -hmm. ways, right? His like response or goodbye to her was super formal, but I actually really loved it. He goes... (laughs) Thank you, Miranda, for being with me last night. I am honored to have Lane with you. Yeah, <laughs> It says her face scrunched up and then she laughed. Wow. Mm-hmm. Super formal. I'm mm-hmm. not sure what to do with that. It was. <laughs> it was. But also at the same time, it's like, why don't I ever get that in real life? But Thank you for letting yeah. me be with you. <laughs> right. Is that asking too much? It just apparently... <laughs> she goes to leave and he's a little disappointed, but she like does a cheeky little look back and blow a and kiss at him. she does say to him, they have a decent conversation
1: where she actually admits to him. I'm not sure I can remain unemotional. I'm not saying I'm all in love with you or anything. I just think it could might get messy.
0: <sighs> it already yeah, is, it is messy it's girl. Yeah, it's too late. Right. <laughs> so this was them like parting ways and now she's going home the next thing is her returning home right uh yes um i really liked this part because she she returns home and the first thing she sees is khalil her quote-unquote betrothed sitting at her father's desk he's disgusting he's just even more horrible and he wants to like take her to see the doctor. Yeah, she's crazy. That, yeah, it's more of the thing that the dad had said when that battle started, right? Like, oh, yes. you're hysterical. There must be something yeah. wrong with you. Let's take you to the doctor. And I loved mm-hmm. her clap back because she says, I have been denied my true calling for a thousand years. The time of me cowering to my father or any other man is over. The vampires are here to protect me and my supporters. If you support me, then you have nothing to fear. And he, uh, he ends up leaving... Right? And then she sits at her father's desk. Yeah.
1: He still swears alliance to her father. She tells him, you know, my father's dead. She tells him, get on board or get out.
0: Oh, yeah. I don't think he knew that the no, father he was didn't. dead yet, right? And
1: I loved it because one of the vampire okay. soldiers walks in and says, Princess, do you need help? And she says, yeah. no, thank you, but please stay close. And he freaks out that she mm-hmm. brought vampires there. So uh he ends up storming out because I guess he had... Uh, delusions of grandeur that he was going to take over, marry her, take over and run the kingdom.
0: Yeah. Still marry her. It's like, she never wanted you in the first place. You were only around because the father wanted. Yeah. You. And, and then I like how
1: quickly <sighs> she goes to her dad's desk and she notices some kind of hole in one of the drawers and she ends up pulling it, this false bottom of this drawer out. And she finds a bundle of letters and she pulls one of them out and starts reading them. And they're sathern's letters to her father asking to meet with him for a peace accord and she cannot believe that her father kept that from her she was furious
0: yeah it just proves that satin wasn't yeah. lying right it's like i he told her so i liked that she wasted absolutely no time snooping through the yeah. father's desk that she just happened to she wasn't looking for the letters. right she just happened to find them so that was good it helps you know kind of prove but that i he don't is understand. a good guy.
1: she makes the vampire you know she says get find larkin tell him to get some matches and she burns them and i don't know why. Why does she need to burn them?
0: I don't understand it either. I was like, this is destruction yes. of evidence. And it could actually be useful to help have people like win them over to her side. I didn't really get that either. Unless it's like a symbolic burning of getting rid of... The- I don't know. It did not make well, sense to me. She but may have been
1: protecting her father because she does say, you know, what a disservice the, her father did to her people, to all the people, He not only wronged them, but the vampires. Maybe it was her
0: last ditch effort to protect her father. Mm, Maybe, because she always kind of saw the good in him the whole time, even though he didn't Yeah, and she ends up
1: telling the soldiers that are with her, the two soldiers, I think one's a vampire and one's a slayer and says, you know, we have to unite the species. She tells them you're both super important to me. Do you understand that? And they both say yes. And she said, good.
0: Mm. Yeah, because it's
1: true, right? (laughs) Then it's the next morning.
0: The next thing I have is her making a speech in like the town square or something. Is that what you have Mm -hmm. happening
1: next? she's got several announcements to tell them
0: she has a little too many announcements to tell them because when she's like having this whole talk with the town square she talks about like my father's dead i'm the queen now all these things but then she like lays out her entire freaking plan and she even announces that in three months' time, she's going to fulfill the prophecy and kill Krimis. I'm like, why are you announcing to everybody what you're going to do and when you're going to do it? It's like, you're going to lose the surprise factor. That part I also did not understand. Yeah, I don't know why either. But, you know, she wants to build a trust with her people. Yeah, so maybe that's why she's doing it. So sh- they know that she has a plan to help them and where she... A- I don't know. This is the one time where I was like, I think your transparency is a little too much. Yeah. And but, at first okay. she
1: tries to, <laughs> The at first the people are resistant to peace accord with the vampires. And she just ends up being honest with him and going, do y'all want to die? Because eventually the vampires are going to come for the women and children Once all of our soldiers are gone, we can't keep fighting and losing men because we're all going to end up dying. And then people start supporting her. And she says to that people, which I think is hilarious because the vampire guard standing there, she goes... Although the vampires are inferior, we must find a solution and live with them in peace. And she glances over at the vampire soldiers and, and gives them a look like, I'm sorry. And they just, you know, she might as well ma- mouth, I'm so sorry, don't mean it. And
0: they just kind of nod to her. <laughs> yeah yeah we can. we yeah, get they basically it. just it wasn't really they really basically like roll yeah. their eyes at her like okay <laughs> we know you're just doing it for dramatic effects yeah. and she's like <laughs> i don't want to live in fear anymore
1: i'm trying to find a solution and there are people that supported my father and i respect them but we need to try a new path
0: uh then she has some one-on-one with people yeah. right she spends some time talking yes. to people and getting to know them. It was a pretty good scene, and I liked how we get to see her kind of grow as a yeah. royal. And she's doing it on her own because sure, there's some vampires mm-hmm. there to help protect her, but Sathan's taking a backseat to it, and she's just doing it all on her own, spreading her little yeah. wings yeah, because and flying. To to her people, it's her and not him
1: she's strong enough and she Mm -hmm. also asked people to volunteer to bank their blood for the vampires and that sadie's going to help them so please sign up if you're willing to do
0: this (laughs) yeah Yeah. it's like one of those you know once you're on the like uh blood (laughs) bank Mm -hmm. list then they always uh hunt you down forever she's basically yeah and i think it was
1: really important for her to let people spill their concerns to her and she ends up explaining to them about uh, the doctor Dr. Nolan that Saturn has on staff to help save the soldiers and that Saturn is actually very interested in having peace. She explains to them also about the letters I believe that her father hid and that her father' suicide pack thing was uh, stupid and not a thing they should have been doing. Okay. I don't
0: remember exactly what she says. I just remember it was a good speech. Yeah. And she ends
1: up at the end of talking to all those people, she ends up sending a text to Saturn just to tell him everything went, Mm -hmm. went really well. We're on our way and I'll keep you updated. And,
0: She feels like a lovesick teenager, but she can't help herself. It was really cute because she's like debating, like, should I text him? Should I not text him? Like, uh, are we parting ways? But I still kind of want to talk to him. I liked, yes. I liked it a lot. I did too. And um, she does hear back from him eventually, mm-hmm. not right away. And he says, you were amazing and I'm proud of you. Yeah, because <gasps> uh, Hayden recorded, because he's this
1: technical whiz, he was able to transmit her speech.
0: Yeah, yeah so he got <laughs> yeah. to watch it still. And she's all, thank you. Bloodsucker. <laughs> I know. <They're> so adorable. <laughs> Their pet names are cute. Little Slayer and, and, Banks, and Bloodsucker. Yes. And then the next
1: chapter we switch <laughs> back to Evie that's on the balcony of her condo. And she's staring out at the that Slayer
0: is still following her. She thinks about how Kendon is too mm-hmm. handsome to kill. I like and it. I'm I am too for I'm it. sure that's a
1: I'm sure that's a book.
0: <laughs> She does end up killing somebody, though. She goes back to Italy to see that guy Francesco. Yeah. This was kind of sad. She, like, goes to Italy, goes in his house, and he's instantly like, are you here to kill me? I always knew no, it would so be sad. you. And it And
1: <sighs> it's hard for her and because then, she actually cared for him. But, you know, duty's duty. Duty's duty. <laughs> you are yeah, me out. Yeah. I got kill you. There are consequences
0: you. <laughs> for you spilling your guts of where to find me. Uh-huh. So then she kills Francesco, She goes back to France to like a bar or something and she thinks about how handsome the bartender is and how she's gonna take him back to her place and like screw him all night long. She
1: thinks I'm like,
0: what is with this chick? She's
1: hot and she's horny. Why not? She's like, she decided she would let him have her for the night. She would lay with him and imagine he was Francisco.
0: <laughs> like oh my god, her baggage yeah, is and immense. then it says
1: he took her home and <laughs> fucked her emotionless body, which is so
0: sad. Oh, it was sad. So I feel kind of bad for her, but also like this chick is crazy. You know they say like f to yeah, the well, head better in sure. bed. She's, you know, she definitely well, fits so that do criteria, men. Yeah. Let me tell you, the crazier they are, the better they are. <laughs> then we have attack upon attack upon attack <laughs> it's just like never ending poor miranda cat can't get mm-hmm, a freaking yeah. break her father's supporters yeah attack. and who's leading them that piece of shit yes khalil right mm-hmm. yes asshole i'll teach you to That's not right. marry me and then it's like Uh, two weeks later and then demons freaking attack and the demon attack is horrible because they rape and kill all sorts of people. So after the demon attack, a couple more uh, things happen, but we're going to skip those and uh, we're going to jump to when a scene with Saffin where he's meeting up with Lila and he goes into his office and Lila's in there. And uh, she actually says to him that she wants to break the, Betrothal, and he's really obviously shocked. She's waited a thousand years, so he's like, Why now? Why all of a sudden? And she confesses that she saw him oh, and Miranda so sad. together. Yeah, and she's you know, talks about how passionate they were together, and she wants to have that passion, she wants to feel that passion someday, and so she has to request that he summons etheria and asks etheria to end the betrothal and he actually had the nerve to ask her if there was someone else like you are gonna ask poor sweet little (laughs) big child lila if there's someone else and you're the one fucking the slayer and you got the war widows like oh my i've got kind of yeah i
1: i agree and she you know she's of course very diplomatic very sweet and says, mm-hmm. uh, bonding can't just last on mutual respect. We don't, you know, we don't have passion and I want to have that. And, you know, he needs to yeah. understand and love her enough to let her go. And she says, I don't want to be a queen of an ivory castle imprisoned in a loveless bonding.
0: Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And she says, when he asks if there was someone else, she said, no, but there could have been, if only he felt the same way for her. Yeah. Lila, nobody deserves her and I will die on this (laughs) hill.
1: (laughs) Yeah, I agree. She's, you want to hate her because she's absolute perfection, but you just can't because she's absolute perfection. And he finally, because Saturn being a man, finally realizes,
0: you know what? He never considered how she might feel. Of course, just like how he never saw in a thousand years that Latimus was in love with her. Like, come on, dude. He's got some pretty strong blinders on when he doesn't want to see things. And he insists that he and Miranda are complicated and there's no future. And he does say to Lila... Like you do understand that I will have to marry another yeah. vampire. Like I, if we break the patrol though, I'm not going to marry Miranda. I still have to pick a vampire to marry. And she goes, mm-hmm. I understand, but oh my god! And he he says like another reason is because him and Miranda can't have yeah, kids. He, he has to have an heir. Yeah. Oh my god. You can tell. That this is a fantasy book and not real life. Because everyone's obsessed with having children. (laughs) Like children are highly overrated. Oh my god.
1: (laughs) I'm not going to agree with that. Because that was you. But I would not
0: agree with that. But I can see where people would think that. Yeah. I mean I love my kids. But it's also the idea of children. Is a lot better. Than the real life of children. Kind of like marriage. Mm -hmm. Like The idea of marriage is a lot better. And easier than the real yeah, life it's a lot marriage, of work, which
1: why I I don't. Yeah, single and you're grown and gone. Thank God.
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> I love you, but I'm glad you have your own life.
0: Okay, and I did like this. So Lila asks. Not only is she asking, yeah. she's like laying it all out. She's like, "Well, if I'm going to ask you for this, I'm also going to ask you for this." She asks Safin if she can be appointed as the king's diplomat, which was the position that her father held in the court. And she feels like she would be good for that role. So she wants to do that. That's yeah, the she job that she thinks that also as a way
1: to honor her father.
0: And Latimus uh, continues to stew over the Lila situation. He, I don't know how he, he was like walking yeah. past the office or he somehow saw Saffin kiss Lila's forehead during this interaction yeah, he's that like, they're finally,
1: having. He gr- finally agrees with her and he's. You know, telling her, you know, you've always meant the world to me. I I thought it was a really mature, loving, mutual respect for each other. So he's basically just saying goodbye to her. But Latimus doesn't know that. So he kisses her on the forehead and tells her, you know, you deserve to Mm -hmm. have the life you want. And they wish each other well. And Lila's so good. She
0: goes, you'll find a way to love your slayer. I know you will i know yeah and i loved how latimus goes to his room after <laughs> seeing this little tiny portion of the exchange and he's like pissed off and he just like yeah. gets, like wasted right in his room by himself and and i'm like instantly like hello grumpy sunshine book number two i'm ready for you like come at oh, mama
1: i already started that book
0: <laughs> okay well i'll tell you about that book when i
1: live it at his brother you know it's like how yes. dare you disrespect her and he's just so pissed off that i don't know he wants to defend her honor no,
0: yeah well and it's true because he thinks that Sathin is going straight from miranda back to lila and jerking lila's chain around even more. Well, he when he's know, not he's, he they're doesn't actually know He's part they parted ways. ways he just sees him touching her
1: and kissing her forehead he doesn't know yet that they're breaking up because he's yeah. gonna go ask the goddess to
0: yeah to end their betrothal what's that whole like Gwyneth Paltrow goop uh, I can't stand that oh, whole man. thing so I don't know <laughs> it's consciously, oh, consciously uncoupling, uncoupling. <laughs> but only right. if the goddess allows yeah. <laughs> Oh my gosh! Yeah, so Um, then we get back to Kendon, who's in his hotel room. Yeah, so Kendon. Oh yes, Kendon's in his hotel room back in France, and he gets a knock on the door, and he opens it, thinking like I didn't order room service, Mm -hmm. and it's easy, and I loved it. And she like barges in there, and she looks around, and she like threatens him a little bit, just a little. And he feels like she's sizzling. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) <laughs> yeah i loved it um he tries to convince her to join them and to help and she's like having none of it i'm really ready for their book i'm just convinced that they're gonna have a book because their chemistry is yeah, so good if she
1: finally you know she's trying to be all seductive and he's like it's not gonna work don't waste your time And so she just looks Mm -hmm. at him and says, let me go or I'll slit your throat right here. And he says, now there's the real Evangeline. Nice to meet you.
0: And I'm like, oh, Mm -hmm. my God. Oh, Evie. I feel like Evie's not evil. She's just misunderstood. And maybe she's just half evil. But still, like, I have I have hopes for Evie. I actually have more hopes for Evie than I do for (laughs) Arden. If I'm being honest. Yeah,
1: teenagers just write them (laughs) off.
0: TV. yeah
1: come For back real. and talk to me when you're grown we actually had that conversation <laughs> when you were like 15 i just finally said you know uh, i want you to remember that i love you very much and this is just something you're going through and i'm sure we'll d- reconnect on the other side of this
0: i'll see you i'll see you when <laughs> i see ya. six
1: years <laughs> i love you but get out of my sight
0: be gone yeah be gone, and
1: peasant. so anyway she ends up telling he she tells him that she went to a human plastic surgeon, which I thought were was interesting because he looks at her boobs. Her boobs are glorious, and uh she's like, "Oh, those are courtesy of a plastic surgeon. You like them?" And he just is furious at himself that he even noticed her
0: boobs. Of course, sure. he noticed her boobs. I noticed them, and I'm not even <laughs> He's there. He's noticing everything.
1: <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so he you know he does explain to her about miranda's the vector's error and she's she he tells her I, she freed the blade of pestilence i love that name i don't know why the blade of pestilence and that she plans on marching on crimus and she's like good i hope she slits his throat yeah we hear some things or learn some things about evie and she has had a horrible life with him i mean she tells him that he Raped her from when she was a young girl.
0: Yeah, so
1: no wonder Evie's Ugh. all jacked
0: up. Yeah, she's yeah, she's got a lot of daddy issues. Yeah, which I mean, yeah, he's a demon king, lord thing. So, yeah, and I feel and bad Kenan for Evie. Starts to feel
1: bad for her. And it says, isn't there anyone left that you care about? What about your brother? And oh my God, she's like, oh my brother, he paid our caretaker to kill me. So no,
0: no, I don't have any love for him. <laughs> sibling rivalry to the extreme yeah and he's
1: like is there anything you would consider fighting for you know you could be our only hope and she puts a hand on his face and he said it was so rehearsed
0: it was fake. and she's like sorry sweetheart i don't do the war thing anymore she really doesn't care she's like i hate all of them i'm not even living on that planet with you people like leave me alone i'm just gonna sit here fuck random bartenders yeah. and, <laughs> and, and enjoy She's my like you don't ducks. know how <laughs>
1: merciless i am you know i i love i used to love to kill and then she tells him, I'd fuck them as they were dying, coming as they spasmed into death. It was thrilling. <laughs> it sounds yeah, thrilling, and actually. She <laughs> says, if you bring me home, there, there's going to be certain death for many immortals. So she's mm-hmm. trying to tell him, you don't, you, it's like a Pandora was boxing. Don't bring me back there. I'm trying to control myself here. And she's uh, having a hard time in the human world controlling herself. And she says, if I see you again, I'm going to kill you. And she walks out and slams the door.
0: I almost wanted Kendon to say, well, you're going to have to touch oh, me or to or something like that. Yeah, I think he's just... <laughs> they're going to they literally be explosive yeah, with each other. Yeah, they will, I'm sure. Yeah. Then we're back mm-hmm. with Miranda, yes. yeah. right? Yeah. Okay, I love this part because she finally like realizes that and admits her feelings for satin she's been like this is like weeks later since they've parted and she's sleeping with a towel that he used six weeks ago or some ridiculous amount of time because Mm -hmm. it smells like him and i'm like man not as he tall he's like tall as fuck but he's also got Mm -hmm. very strong pheromones she thinks god damn it she was screwed she was pretty sure she'd gone and fallen in love Mm -hmm. with a fucking vampire being that this was the first time she'd ever experienced love she had no idea what it felt like but it probably looked something like the sad picture she made clutching (laughs) a dirty used towel to her breast fucking great yeah
1: and right then of course (laughs) her phone rings and she's all oh speak of the devil and he's like were you thinking of me Mm -hmm. she's like never and he's a liar
0: (laughs) and at like one point she's so frustrated with herself or him she throws the Uh, towel in the hamper she's like i'm gonna wash that right away and then like 2.5 seconds later she crawls out of bed grabs it again and falls back asleep with it like oh you big dope i love it (laughs) and
1: she she starts talking to him about she can't wait till they can talk about joining their kingdoms under one compound. And he's like, you need to slow down. It could backfire. You know, people might, your people may not be ready with all the history of the vampires. And she tells mm-hmm. them, I'm feel ready to attack Crimeus. And he wishes yeah. that he could go because of course he's in love with her. But Latimus has said, absolutely not. If we're both killed, that peace will never happen.
0: Yeah, because even if she fails, at least he would so be there sad. to try to it, take over. Yeah. Well, she's all. Well, Latavis is
1: going to be there, and Takel and Larkin and Kendon, and he's all. Mm-hmm. I have faith in my little slayer. And she, yeah, she's all. Who says Aww. I'm yours? And he's all. I do you, snarky <laughs> little minx. You were mine every time I was inside you, and I was like, oh my god. Oh, I can't take God. it. Why can't I meet a man like this? I don't care if he is a vampire. No,
0: uh, this yeah. is my vampire preferred because then I know I. Yeah, she's all half the it, day. Yeah,
1: <laughs> she's all in your dreams, bloodsucker. And then he just goes, "Are you wet?"
0: Mm, and she's mm-hmm. all
1: not discussing this with you. And he finally <laughs> says to her, "I miss you." It Aww, is sweet. It's sweet. And they say night And she's like, "Yeah, she was screwed. She was in love."
0: he's finally has that conversation with the goddess and he asks to end the betrothal and she actually agrees to it fairly quickly which Mm -hmm. was kind of surprising and then he also asks her um, if she will help Miranda in the battle and she says she won't help but she will offer her protection she's very cryptic the goddess she doesn't just say anything outright yeah it's I'm like uh oh what's what's going
1: on because there's a lot of things she says that are foreboding and he says mm-hmm. will you let us walk in the sun again soon she's like not yet my king there will be much pain mm-hmm. before the sun is to shine upon you again and he's like freaked out He's like what pain for me for for my family for miranda and, yeah. and it, she says i uh, she tells him i know you care about the slayer princess it's something i foresaw long ago
0: so it's like she knew i i Get so frustrated with her because she's so cryptic. It's like, okay, if you know everything and you've seen these things and you've seen events that haven't happened yet, why can't you just come out and say it? Or why are you yes, betrothing yeah. him to one woman if you eventually see him caring for Even someone the else like, is
1: using her? Poor Lila,
0: who hasn't betrayed <laughs> her. I'm telling you nobody deserves her yeah and
1: she tells them <laughs> the Valtor is was only a conduit
0: there's so much you don't know she is very evasive okay this mm-hmm. is a book, so she can't tell us everything right now but she's also not helping her supporters out because the vampires still worship her and pray to her and she's not really doing them any favors. Yeah,
1: and he tell he asked her to end the betrothal. And she's like, what's she supposed to have your heirs? And he's like, I still want to have heirs, but I can't force her to be mine. And she says she loves another. And he goes, perhaps. And she's all done. I rescind the betrothal. What else did you ask? Like, <laughs> wow, okay.
0: After Sathan talks to the goddess, then he goes to see Nolan, right? Mm. I don't know. Let me get there. Yeah, he heads back to the castle. He found Lila and tells her that the <laughs> goddess is okay with them breaking up. Okay, yeah. So he talks to Lila and then he goes uh-huh. to Nolan. So he goes and talks to Nolan about helping Miranda if she's injured because the goddess was being so cryptic about her having trials and things to go through and how she wouldn't really protect her, but she would offer... Or she wouldn't help her, but she would offer her pre- because the goddess was so cryptic. He's like Nolan, just be on standby because yeah, you're I want to put you in a... yeah. And yeah, if Miranda needs a helicopter
1: you, to help her,
0: when he goes to talk to them, Nolan was with Ardern and they were working on tissue regeneration things. Yeah, so that's Mm -hmm. Sadie. I'm sure because Arden wants to help. Yeah,
1: and she also says she she wants to help any way she can with this. You know, with this war, if they if um, Miranda needs help.
0: So then the next thing I have is that we go back to Mm -hmm. Miranda's point of view, or we go back to Miranda and that guy Aaron. He was the younger council Mm -hmm. member from that that last episode. He supports her, but he supports her a little too much because all of all of a sudden he's proposing to her well out of he's not he and yeah <laughs> like, he's oh my not, god
1: he comes from a really good bloodline and he cares for her and says, you know, I think we'll make a great team, don't you? And she's oblivious. And she's like, yeah, I value your counsel because she doesn't realize he feels that way about her. And he starts
0: going down on one knee and she's like, oh my God. She was just quote unquote betrothed to Khalil. And then Khalil's barely out of the picture. Maybe that's why it was so out of left field for me. Cause I'm like, we've barely seen Aaron at all. I think the only other time we really saw Aaron was at that council scene. And I'm like, man, he's just trying to strike while the iron's hot, and she's like barely in her position, and he's like, let me try to snatch I her don't, up. I didn't feel I like his feelings did were not genuine think that at all.
1: I absolutely felt like his feelings were genuine, okay. and he really did care for her and wanted to marry her. And you mm-hmm. know, she's like, I see him kneeling. Uh, this handsome man kneeling in front of her, and he would be the perfect husband. She says he's smart, he's strong, he's loyal. She can see having a family with him. Unfortunately, she was in love with someone else. All of a sudden, I loved this. She says his name (laughs) and all of a sudden they hear, well, don't let me interrupt. And it's a baritone voice from the doorway. And she turns around and and she goes, Sathern, Sathern standing there. And Aaron's like clears his throat and stuffs the ring back back in his pocket.
0: (laughs) I know. Well, that was bad
1: timing. And she goes, I'm sorry. Unfortunately, this isn't a good time. Can we talk later? I'm honored at your proposal. He says, of course, he kisses her on the forehead and Sathern probably wants to rip his throat out right then. And then slowly Sathern closes the door and stares at her, his black eyes filled with murder. I'm like, oh my God. (laughs) And he's like, why are you being proposed to by another man? And why in the hell does he think he has the right to put his lips anywhere on your face? Mm-hmm. And she's like sh-
0: shivering, going, he's one of my most trusted advisors. Eventually, he insists that his she woman. is his. She says he is a Neanderthal and she belongs mm-hmm. to no one but then again, his and massive hands are sliding
1: through her hair, fisting it gently as he tips her head back.
0: I'm like, oh, my God.
1: And she's like, why? It, but his jealousy pisses her off, but it's also turning her on. She's like, I didn't say you could touch me. Whether or not you want to admit it, you're mine, Miranda. Mine. I can't live in a world where another man touches you. It was very hot. It was pretty hot.
0: But it's also kind of sad because they talk about how they will have to marry other people for a duty and they're just really stuck in this bad situation. But then he doesn't tell Miranda that he spoke to Etheria and he broke off the betrothal. Like this was the perfect time for you to tell her, but maybe because he thinks he still has to marry a different vampire eventually. i'm just like oh you know he apologizes
1: he's like i wanted to see you so badly and then i walk in and find some man proposing to you i just wanted to kill him and she's like i'm sorry i didn't have any idea and she said he's a good man saturn and he'd make a good husband we have to be realistic.
0: Or she talks about the attack on Krimis and that when she returns home they will have to unite the compounds mm. and marry other people. It was really sad. It was sad. And she says, I don't want to defeat Krimis only to lose you. How is that a victory? Yeah, Ugh, exactly. Gut punch. Okay, so it's two weeks later um, Miranda's finishing a training session and she's exhausted and she's been puking yeah. for every day and I'm instantly thinking it's in yes. oops,
1: baby. Which I know you hate, but I <laughs> I didn't even mind I did okay, not mind good. it in this. Wow, book. That's really saying um, something
0: for this author. It is surprising. I used yeah. to oops, she think she has the flu? Um, like, oh, you're so naive. Yeah, apparently. <laughs> yeah, she's got more than the flu. Um, but apparently there is a flu mm-hmm. going around the compound, so that's why she thinks she has the flu. kenton returns from his trip and he tells Miranda that Evie is part demon yeah, and part uh-huh. slayer. And she says that's impossible. Different species can't produce children. And he replies, so we all thought, but she's a hybrid. I met her and spoke to her. I confirmed it with my own eyes, Randy. And she still doesn't think that she might well, be Well, of course you not. Know, she just had a like, shock girl. that, you know, there's a hybrid. Yeah, and he goes further and he actually explain. he explains to Miranda that Evangeline is yeah. her sister. Shock. She's like, what the fuck? And Dark Rip, of course appears yet again, because this is what he does best. And he finally confesses to her that he is her brother. I was like, well, knew it. You we know, all knew it the,
1: it's this weird whole time. When I was so upset about how her mom died, you know, and what this crime did to her. I was so hoping that Evie was her mom. Yeah.
0: Oh, really? Oh, yeah, sad. I, did. I didn't even think of that. I, oh,
1: no. Our mom really is dead. How sad.
0: Oh, yeah. Because she has the same eyes. So I could see how you would think that maybe mm-hmm. Evangeline was the mom. And she was living in the human world. Yes. Huh. Yeah, that actually yeah, so makes I guess, sense. Are, are she, is she
1: standing by the river somewhere with dark rip? I think so. I, think I don't, I don't she remember. She figures out that's my brother. She's like, he says, good grief, Miranda. It took you long enough. <laughs> yeah yeah can't get and the way it's she's like, looking at him she's like oh yeah you oh, have yeah. her features you have her eyes and he's like so do you i thank the goddess every day that mm-hmm. i look like
0: her and not like my wretched father
1: yeah mm. yes sad
0: now they're coming to the realization that there's not just one descendant of valkor mm-hmm. but three descendants of valkor that can end the curse and kill yes. primus Yeah, and he's she's like, why didn't you just come
1: tell me? And he says, you wouldn't have believed me. And she said, well, that's true. Yeah. And he looks at Kendon and says, your cousin is the most infuriatingly stubborn person I've ever met. How in the hell do you put up with her? He's like, well, it takes practice.
0: <laughs> that's such a like yeah. thing to say. and he's like so you've
1: met Evie <laughs> Kendon explains well she's living with the humans and she's still pissed off at you that you ordered her death he says I was trying to rid the world of my father's evil it was a huge mistake that I can never atone for
0: um okay so at some point in this conversation Dark Rip asks her not to tell Saffin mm-hmm. of their plans and he says because my father already distrusts me and he can read people's he can read people's images in their minds as I can. I have erected a barrier for us, and I'm able to do this for you because we share blood. But then that doesn't really make sense to me because Kendon was there the whole time, right? Kendon was there, and he knows the plans, and Darkrip's not shielding him. Yeah, but is, her, is Primus going to try to get into Kendon's mind? Oh, maybe. Yeah. Okay. Maybe. Maybe that's what he's thinking. Like he's wouldn't even try to. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, that makes sense. So
1: he's like, we need to make a plan, and we need to do it in private. Where can we do this? And Kendon has this shed that he works in on the main compound, and he's like, "Yeah, we'll let's meet there." And, and she's freaked out because now she realizes Dark Rip can see read her thoughts. And he's like, you just need to relax. It's just images, just little snippets when I concentrate.
0: Yeah, they make the plans to do sessions in the morning for more training so she can try to train more. Yeah, because Primus usually naps after his morning torture, so he'll... <laughs>
1: <laughs> like, oh my god
0: this guy's awful but then dark rip also confesses to be the one delivering the body parts to her mm-hmm. each year i was like oh this is gross but i guess a demon would find well it he sweet. said i wanted you to have part of your mother
1: back our mother yeah uh,
0: yeah yeah he says you're Sad. so much the mirror image of
1: her it's unnerving and he she asked him how did she die was did she suffer terribly and he's like i'm not going to answer that because you've had enough pain in your life and this way you can just remember her fondly before she was abducted
0: so i think yes. we all know it was horrible
1: yeah <laughs> yeah and she realizes that he loved her the, mm. their mother too and he he confesses it's she was the only person i have feelings for besides you i find it paralyzing and unwelcoming
0: <laughs> uh paralyzing and unwelcoming yeah i don't like I this thought feeling myself many times. <laughs> oh no this is a big mistake <laughs> And she's like, don't be afraid of caring
1: for me. I'm so happy to have found you, to have another piece of her with me.
0: Yeah, so Miranda, Kendon, and Dark Rip meet in the morning to formulate a plan to attack Crimus. And she thinks that she will try to kill him first. And if that doesn't work, then Dark Rip will try. And I think there's nothing like family bonding over (laughs) patricide. Yeah. (laughs) It turns out that Evie was actually spying on the three of them the night before. She basically decides to burn the entire world down in crazy demon bitch fashion. She pretends to be an escapee from Crimeus's harem. And she goes to Safin and says that she escaped. And she just happened upon Miranda and videotaped her with her cell phone. I'm like, okay, sure. Like this story is not believable, but she shows Sath in two different videos that she's Mm -hmm. doctored and kind of like cut all these different things together. And he actually believed her and he gets so pissed off. He thinks Miranda's betrayed him. He tells Latimus to pull all of his troops from Miranda's compound. Yeah. Latimus tries to tell him to stop being ridiculous that he's blinded with rage. Sathin had thrown the cell phone against a wall and broken it. And Latimus is like, let's try to have he didn't try to fix the phone see if the video has been altered like try to be rational about it i'm thinking finally latimus is redeeming himself a little bit because he's uh defending miranda and he does go to the compound but he goes to the compound and he tells miranda like hey my brother is like freaking out this, he wants me to pull the troops, but you know, if I just happen to be here and you're already gone, nudge, we, mm-hmm. nudge, I'll say I tried to tell you to, that we were pulling our troops, but you were gone. And so he says he will buy her an hour. So she can take the troops and hightail it yeah, out of there. Yeah, she's
1: devastated that he believes the video.
0: She's like, how can he believe that? All that faith he had in her, he just lost it over these videos at uh, It's because he loves That's her too exactly much. He can't it. think rationally That's in that exactly situation. That's tries to tell him that. Miranda takes the troops. She hightails it out of there. She contacts Dark Rib and says that she has to up the timeline. And he says he'll have his dad to the go zone in Mm -hmm. two hours this part was kind of interesting so they (laughs) they blow the roof off of the cave like literally blowing the roof off and they like um cable pulley bungee themselves Mm -hmm. down into the cave then so as that's going on then we're jumping we're jumping between like a lot of things at this point we jump back to heat in and he's showing Sathin how the video was edited and it's not accurate. Latimus tells Sathin like, Darkrip is her brother. And Saffin's like, how did you know that? And Latimus is like, I figured it right. out a while ago. Yes. <laughs> and so all three brothers start fighting with each other at this point. And Heaton says something about Latimus being in love with <laughs> Lila. <laughs> and Sathin finally this is when Sathin finally realizes it because he didn't said something about it like oh my gosh honey you're yeah. so oblivious and he's shocked but it makes sense to him right uh, the three of them jump in a helicopter to go help Miranda as she fikes- fights the dark lord and this fight scene was like a little crazy because she starts fighting with the dark lord or with Crimis. dark rip appears and like has a gun and like shoots him yeah. in the head <laughs> I was like, oh my God. And then Miranda takes the blade. She pounces on him. She slices his head off of his neck with one sure thrust and his body collapsed onto the floor. His severed head lying beside it. And then stunned, it says Dark Rip looked back and forth between them. Holy shit. You did it, Miranda. But then, oh my God. Mm -hmm. So they hug each other and then his severed head starts realigning with his body Ugh, yeah and i so thought the creepy. sword of
1: pestilence was supposed to kill him she cut his freaking head off and the guy's
0: not dead the prophecy was not about the sword it was about the descendant of valctor oh. will kill him with okay. the sword of pestilence but remember how it's either her or it's dark yeah or it's evie that they, they realize a little late that Oh, my God. He's yeah, he grabs dead. her by the
1: ankle. And he says, oh, did I miss the celebration? He, pull- he pulled her to the floor. Dark rip is lifting the gun again and pumping bullets into her father yeah and
0: it's, it doesn't like make him weaker it actually it does make him stronger and he says yeah it's like what yeah, is this he demon said, made he, of he,
1: he says your hate makes me grow stronger son don't you see it i thrive on it it will fuel me to kill you and the slayer
0: and miranda mm-hmm. swings the blade again and cuts him in his calves yeah they all start fu- yeah satin and latimus are there and they're all kind of trying to fight the crime and it's not yeah and miranda well suddenly
1: all. he kicks her in the stomach and she groans and doubles over in pain and his father's furious with darth rip saying you you're gonna line with her over me you know what a disappointment you are I should have killed you eons ago and then of course that baritone voice again let him go i won't say it again latimus is there mm-hmm. And he pulls the trigger of an AK-15 into the demon's chest, causing him to drop dark rip. Here's Miranda. Somebody scream out, Miranda.
0: And it's, of course, it's Saturn. Yeah, but when he's getting shot with the bullets, I liked this visual because it says the Dark Lord absorbs the bullets as if they were bubbles blown to him on a sunny day. He says, Your hate is consuming. I feel it everywhere. Yeah.
1: And <laughs> suddenly uh Crimus has an eight shooter. It's trained on mm-hmm. Latimus as he's shooting the Dark Lord. And Latimus fell to the ground. Saturn's freaking out. He leaves Miranda to take care of his brother. He's telling his brother, hold on. He flips him over. And he yells out, watch out. And he turns his head and he sees the demon is. Aiming the eight shooter at him, Mm -hmm. Dark Rip grabs Latimus's gun and starts shooting at his father from the position he is on the ground. And the Dark Lord's just loving it.
0: Yeah, so he takes that eight shooter he has pointed at Saffin, and he goes to pull the, you know, he goes to pull the trigger, and Miranda jumps in front of it. So she jump. I say she jumps in front of a bullet. Yeah, eight to be exact. Right, it's the eight shooter first happen and she's gravely injured and it's kind of fuzzy from here she gets helicoptered away but she's kind of it's like from her perspective yeah like, because she's like going well, in and out of out. Like, consciousness it's not exactly it clear she felt the
1: pain explode everywhere and then her eyes closed and then the next thing she hears is what the hell and it's her cousin's voice
0: she says to him i didn't betray you and he says i know i know sweetheart so then we're done with her for now and then we go back to dark rip dark rip is still shooting his father and Kendon is like we have to go grab the blade and crime is all picks it up he's all this blade and he holds it high i don't think so i'll just hold on to this for safekeeping i can't have all of Valkdor's bastards coming to threaten me with it yeah dark rip says i hate you and the demon says (laughs) <laughs> I know your hate is amazing. It flows so purely through you. Stay with me. Let me train you, so I can use it to control others. You That's can so be awful. so much more. Darker. So, I'll fuck you.
1: Yeah, and he <laughs> yeah. runs out Ugh. with. I I loved how all of them were working together. Yeah, and he they really are. He
0: feels like he failed Miranda, and he wanted so badly to help her. Everyone's in the infirmary at this point. um So Latimus wakes up in the infirmary. Yeah, Dark Rip's been stabbed by his and father. Latimus was shot. Yeah. Miranda was shot. Everyone's messed up. Uh, so Latimus gets out of bed. Of course, he gets out of bed right away because he can't rest ever as like yeah, he, army commander. Of course he does. He gets out of yeah. He gets out of bed. He's like, we need to interview people. We need to figure and out Ar- how to Yeah, he's like, actually a good because she's helping in the clinic. Um, sathin is watching as Nolan tries to mm. tend to Miranda. Sadie and Nolan give Sathan an update because. Sadie's helping Nolan because Sadie works with the Slayers and Nolan says that she knows a little bit more about Slayer Mm -hmm. physiology or whatever. So Sadie and Nolan are working together. They say that Miranda has a 10 to 15% chance of survival, which is it's actually really low. Yeah. <laughs> Holy crap. I was yeah, really I thought, worried oh for God, her at this she point. She's going to die. Um, they also tell Sathen that she was pregnant and she was almost eight weeks along, but that she And lost they the baby. also
1: did a oh. DNA test on it so quickly. And it was a hybrid and he's like, what what are mm-hmm. you talking about
0: yeah so sad So he, yeah so he realizes that like at this point miranda didn't right. even know she was pregnant herself we switched to Arden, <laughs> and she's basically playing naughty nurse with dark rib i was like girl like you need to have some uh patient nurse well, boundaries right. there she gives him a like a I almost said a bubble bath a sponge bath she's like yeah. trying to clean him off but because as we know dark yeah. is always kind of hard on she's supposed to be like the young one right like we've said so she's a virgin and she's seen men changing but never in this capacity before and she's like fascinated yeah. by his dick she ends up grabbing his dick i twice. know yeah it's like girl he of course ends up waking like i would wake Mm -hmm. up too somebody's grabbing my dick so he ends up waking up and he tells her like don't stop (laughs) and she's of course immediately embarrassed she's like i'm sorry for grabbing you he says you know i was cursed i'm always like this just like oh my god yeah she she says i'm so sorry Um, and (laughs) i'm so embarrassed that you caught me grabbing your dick yeah
1: She's like, I didn't understand why you were wrecked because you were unconscious, and it didn't make sense. I thought I could give you some sort of relief. And I'm like, what? Uh, you cannot
0: be a doctor. You can't be doing that. Uh, like, this is not the kind of, nur- you play nurse in the bedroom. You don't nurse him like this yeah. in the hospital. And
1: room. he tells her he likes it, but he says, there's no relief. The goddess cursed me this way because I'm the son of Dark Lord born to rape and
0: torture. And then he ends up like apologizing for ducking oh, her in God. the river. And she actually has the nerve yeah. to be mad at him. Be like, oh, that was you? Like, how dare you? It's like, you were just yeah, grabbing his junk. Yeah, but Rabbit is killed. Oh, my God. They're, I, I feel like they of definitely course have a they do. book
1: <laughs> Of course they do. <laughs> so yeah. She's like, you still <sighs> have wounds on your face, but I don't give a shit. I'll send somebody else in to help you. Goodbye. <laughs> he's like, God, are you this passionate in bed? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And she just walks out and he's <laughs> furious.
0: At some point, Etheria appears again. And this time, this bitch, I'm not okay with this goddess. She says at some point in this second reappearance she's making, she says, I knew that a vampire and slayer Royal would come to mate and bear a warrior. I'm like, how is she just now saying I this? I have no idea. I have no idea. Uh, and I, I, now I understand why the slayers hate her because <laughs> this cryptic. Yeah. Way. It's like, could you just <laughs> say what's happening? What? Uh, yeah, she knew that Saffin was going to be have feelings for Miranda, but she didn't think that Saffin and Miranda were going to be the ones to have this quote-unquote great warrior. I don't know what her mind fucking I don't know. is. It's kind of like God. God, you know,
1: so mysterious, doesn't tell you what's happening. Supposedly he has this majestic... Ugh. Yeah, I know. Supposedly, he has this plan for you. It's like, what's your plan to fuck me over and torture me? I don't like it. I'm not on board with it. Thank you. God. All right. Enough of that. We we shouldn't talk about what?
0: that. Uh, okay. So then, um, Miranda awakes, but she's oh, in the yeah. passage. She so she kind of comes to in the passage, and she actually speaks to her grandfather. And he says, um, he tells her, it is another one of my lineage who will complete the task. You fought bravely, and I promise you, the day will come when he is defeated. So it's like, oh, poor Miranda. Yeah. She's like, it was never like, It was never see her. You? This
1: can't even be real. And he's like, well, you're in the passage, my dear. And she's like, no, I can't be. Am I dead? And he's like, well, you're close. You're close to it she finally gets a chance to ask him why did you murder markdor and Kala, who were the vampire king and queen and saturn's parents and he says crimus made a blade for him he was holding rena captive and crimus fashioned this blade and told him that he would release rena if he killed the vampire king and queen so he did and when he returned to get his daughter that's when he realized that kremis had no intention of releasing rena and so he fought to try to rescue her but he lost and he was in the passage and the goddess pulled him out that's how he got to the cave of the sacred process prophecy she had recovered the blade and helped him forge the prophecies and once he was done he couldn't live with what he had done the murdering the vampire king and queen so he killed himself by throwing himself into the purges of yeah, Methesda. Methesda, yeah, that's I how. Think. I'm not you. sure <laughs> and he just hoped that his, the descendants that he had would have the courage to to set things right and he tells her you're much stronger than I ever was you've brought peace to our land again and she's just angry and she's like all that death and war because you wish to save mother And he tells her, "Love's not logical, Miranda."
0: Yeah, Yeah. because that was his daughter. And it's sad because the two people that he killed, Sathan's parents, those were his friends because they were friends before. Yeah, and just tricked him. Yeah, Krampus just ruins everything.
1: He says, "Now that you are in love with a vampire, you know what it's like." And she said, "It doesn't matter. We don't have a future together." And he's like, "Everything is will be is going to be okay." She's like, not everything, I have to go back, even though I'm not the person that killed crime as my people need me. And she asks, or mother and father here? And this is sad, because then he tells her, your mother rests in the land of lost souls. And I'm like, oh my god, poor Rena. Why is she in the land of lost souls? And your father decided mm-hmm. to join her there, because he'd rather yeah. suffer with her for all eternity than live without her. Like I, like I said, love isn't Ugh. logical, but... Why, in God's name, after
0: everything the mother went through, is she suffering in for all eternity? I know, but of course the dad is there with her because he's so still obsessed with her yeah and Miranda thinks fucking love what a cluster it's true (laughs) true.
1: (laughs) she's like well I'm I'm glad I got to see you
0: yeah well and now she learns the truth as to why he did it because there was speculation as to why he killed the parents and did all these things and so she actually is now figuring out the truth yeah so he kisses her on her
1: head and he says you're gonna find a way I love you and your brother and sister he is strong Mm -hmm. but she is lost I need you to help her find a way never forget that my blood unifies all of you
0: then i think we go from that (sighs) scene to satin interrogating evie right he's livid of course. He's like, You tricked me, and now, like, the love of my life is gravely injured. I lost my child. Like, all these horrible things happen because you're such yeah, a psychopath. Like, yeah, is crime
1: is planning. I'm not going to ask you again. And he's getting ready to hit her. Kendon yells out, That's enough. And he grabs her arm. Kendon says, She is our prisoner, but she's still a woman. Don't go there. You're better than that. Don't let her drag you to her level. She's like, My level is so much fun. And she spreads her legs open. Starts, <laughs> <and> starts <laughs> gyrating on the chair, <laughs> like, oh my god, why don't one of you boys show me how big and bad and strong you are?
0: Yeah, she confesses all of the horrible things she oh, went through. Yeah, some, well, some of them, and then it's so funny because at the end she's just like, Well, this has been great, boys, and she just like unties herself and stands up and is like until next time and she poofs yeah, out so of Kendrick's there <laughs> the one that
1: understand her that understands her and and yeah. says she's only staying here because she wants to she wants to she can yeah she can leave at any mess time with us. and she's like nobody gave a shit about me unless they needed something from me or wanted to rape or fuck me and you dare to find me and ask me to help you in your pathetic war- wars fuck you yeah, it's just yet again more people wanting yeah, and something he, from he, her. Kendon is starting to feel sorry for her and understands, you know, she's been tortured repeatedly. No wonder she's lashing out like a wounded animal. She's full of pain, you know, and then she just gets up and disappears. Yeah. <laughs> yeah she's like,
0: bye. Yeah. And <laughs> next Kendon time. Kendon <laughs> says
1: she's here by choice anyway. She could escape those bonds anytime she wants. Isn't that right, Evie? And she smiles mm-hmm. at him and says, You're smarter than you appear. Yeah. She's I'm like, so Don't try to find for them. me again. And yeah. she vanished and saturn's like yelling no Kendon's like well her brother can be materialized <laughs> as
0: well they have vast powers a few mm-hmm. weeks pass and this whole time miranda's but still at a coma andon
1: are becoming closer they're talking more
0: mm-hmm. everyone is starting to get along and work really well together while miranda's recovering yes. or in a coma uh lila did become the kingdom secretary diplomat and she's still working on that underground tunnel project that she was working on in the beginning of the book um and i was thinking this probably has a big role in future books because they mentioned this underground tunnel system a lot so i i feel like this will be a big thing eventually uh dark rip is still living in the castle well, with them because his father will kill him he can't go home and then they say like miranda probably would want him to stay because she was right. working well with him latimus released all of his slayer yeah. women i would say set them free but they were free to begin with so he got rid of them i was like oh good finally the slayers are banking their blood freely and everybody's getting
1: along and living in peace
0: yeah satin has been kind of handling things while Miranda's out of commission. And uh she finally wakes up and it turns out that she was in a coma for almost yeah. 10 weeks. And the whole
1: time, poor Sather, and he's been speaking to
0: her, asking her to come back. And yeah, he's been he's been trying to run his kingdom, he's been trying to run her kingdom, he's been trying to stay yeah. by her side. And okay, so Sath explains to Miranda about Latimus and Lila having this like unrequited love. He apologizes to Miranda for Mm -hmm. not believing in her. Uh, He basically says he's new at this. Like, hey, I'm new at the love thing. Sorry, I biffed it. (laughs) He says he's never been in love before and he's trying and he's willing to learn, which I really appreciated. He's like owning up to his mistakes. Um, He also tells her about the baby and she feels bad about it, um, but he says it wasn't her fault. She's, you know, she's like, obviously I wouldn't have gone in there if I had known I was pregnant. I thought I just had a flu. He's like, none of us knew. None of us could have predicted it. Like, don't feel bad. It's not your fault. And then he tells her, uh, you're going to marry Mm -hmm. me, you little minx. And I'm going to bond with you. We'll have two ceremonies, one on each compound, so it's official. You're going to be my queen, and you'll like it. And she goes, wow, so romantic. I bet you bite the (laughs) women off with a stick. (laughs)
1: yeah i'll take Todd over romantic anytime I lo- apparently
0: yeah yeah i thought it was perfect for them um so then it's then we go three months later it's their and this is kind of like the epilogue i guess it's three months later it's their yeah. bonding ceremony um they got married and she had her coronation we don't see those things but we hear about them so we know that they happened uh, we see Aaron again. Uh, he's with a new woman. Named and Moira, Moira was
1: the and, person.
0: Yeah. Okay. Yes. Moira was Latimus's uh, side piece, right? The yes. one that kind of looked like Lila. And um, he Aaron says that they were friends for a long time, like, and they're kind of you yes. know exploring She's a relationship with each him. other. Saffin and Miranda have a super hot yeah sex scene. Uh, He does end up Mm -hmm. drinking from her vein because she thinks that he's her... her vampire, and she doesn't want right. him drinking from anybody else. It was <laughs> so hot, and this would totally work, you guys, for the bite oh, square in true. the reading challenge. Yeah. <laughs> the ending of the scene is just super sweet. It's like after they had sex, after he bit her, um, he's just like holding her while she sleeps, and he's like petting her hair and thinking about how much he loves her. And I thought it was really yeah, a he sweet ending. She's
1: perfect.
0: Yeah, and I think I they're perfect too. together. Yes. <laughs> so that was the end of the book. Um, I. It's obvious what we that we both liked this book, but what would you rate it? What's well, your I gotta rating? tell you, I freaking love
1: this book. I loved the characters and all of that, and you're not gonna believe it, but I am giving this book five wet panties. <laughs>
0: Whoa! <laughs> oh!
1: Oh my God. Is, I think only the <laughs> second book that we have reviewed that I have given five wet panties to, because if you listen That's to correct. us, you'll know I explain I never give five wet <laughs> panties because I'm still waiting for the perfect book. And I loved this book.
0: Yeah, That's yes, amazing. I'm super
1: excited. I started reading the second book last night,
0: but before we talk about that, what do you rate this book? so i rated this what four and a half why? wet half. Four and a five. yeah i don't know why i didn't give it five but i just i don't know no, i just said four you. and a half i don't know why i didn't say it was you know it's funny i don't know why i didn't think five right away because as soon as i finished this book, out here, i I'm read gonna book you. So- I hate.
1: <laughs> much i
0: hate you so i already finished book two i actually finished it before we even recorded oh the my last god episode.
1: that's what i said oh are you reading our next book review and you're like no i'm reading something
0: else and you didn't bother to tell me i hate you so much <laughs> but but i didn't want to tell you because we do not discuss at all we don't discuss the books that we read for the podcast at all until we're recording so i didn't want to tell you i was reading book two because then obviously you would know that i like yes but one. you usually have such poor taste in a lot of your books <laughs> 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 well i take offense to that <laughs> you're
1: not nearly as critical or judgmental as i am or picky you're uh, much kinder than i am i think and i'm really hard on my authors um i have to really love a book yeah i love this book so i'm not ever speaking to you again so okay it's been nice knowing you but why because (laughs) you need to do other things besides read because all you do is read you're always ahead of me
0: i can never keep up with you but that's that's not true because you have read way more of like the Ruby well, Dixon books true. and I did the J R re- Ward books. So there are books that you're way ahead of me in yes, the series. Yeah, and I did read another Ruby Dixon book after Okay, well there you go. <laughs>
1: did you start reading the next book that we're going <laughs> to
0: review yet or did you finish that book, I should say? Oh. No, I have not started it. I had I had a library book to read, so I read that i'm reading something really random right now i'm honestly i'm on like book number 11 of the month so it's it's like insane how many books i've already read this month did you stop i think i
1: i was happy that i was on book five (laughs) you need to do other things i'm sorry go do volunteer work or something all right no thank you
0: (laughs) i know it's all about you So well yeah i'm i'm good i do enough things okay i'm my house got cleaned. I didn't even weekend. do that. I worked in the I, garden. Okay. Well, yeah. And I don't like gardening. So, and I really don't watch TV. So when I wake up at three in the oh morning, my God. because I can't freaking sleep, I'm going to read from you three to, to seven. a.m. Like that. what is our next book? It's the Chiron. Kyden by Veronica Scott, Badari gladiator series book. One. Yes. Mm, yeah. We're doing that book because it's a little less than 200 pages and we wanted to pick a book that was a little bit shorter so that we could maybe not talk for six hours on a book (laughs) we need to figure this out so i think the book after that do you want to read
1: it's a freaking apocalypse now this is my new boyfriend i don't know (laughs) how i even found that book but i found (laughs) that book and i was like this looks funny I hope it is.
0: It does look really um, funny actually. Yeah, and I think okay, that's a good. short one too. So I think that's it, right? Yeah, I highly encourage um, everybody to
1: read this book. I'm excited to read the other the rest of the books in the series, you know, and I I hope they're as good as this one because I just plowed through this book.
0: Yeah, I really enjoyed it too. I did like book number 2. I'm excited to hear what you thought about book All number right, 2 when well, you finish I it. Will
1: start reading it. I'll finish it and we'll talk.
0: Okay. And if you want to follow us on Instagram, the Instagram is at bondedbookspodcast. You can email us bondedbookspodcast at gmail.com. And um, you can join the Facebook group, The Parlor. There's a link to that in our yeah, of our bio <laughs> It is. It's fun. <laughs> we have it's right. our circus and our monkeys. So great. Right. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Come join us. All right. All right, until next time.